Dr. Uh, Marianne, she just is amazing and um, just such a support. And the work that she's doing in Step by Step um, is just been amazing because there's so much sacrifice in this work. There's so much that has been poured into this work. There's so much, um, you know, intent that has been put in to make sure that something can be delivered at a quality level for all of our kids and communities near and far. So I just don't want to, you know, negate the opportunity to be able to um, edify her and the work that she does. The same person you see in these 15 minutes that is passionate about the program is the same person who assess the kids, tutors, teaches teaches tutors, teachers, teachers, just all that's the same person, right? It's the same love and, and, and passion. And the thing that you mentioned at the beginning that you empower um, and, and encourage, I think is so powerful because I think it speaks to who you are as a person and that that's the part that people should connect to. And that's the part that people should realize needs the sponsoring and the support to continue this work in the world. So continue to do an amazing job. I um, stand for you and I just, you know, support you as much as, you know, as we can. Hi, thanks for tuning in to our Dyslexia Solutions podcast. I'm Dr. Marianne Sintron, founder of Step-by-Step Dyslexia Solutions. So I bring peace to parents by helping their dyslexic children read so that we can build their self-esteem, help them unlock their genius minds, and allow them to achieve success in school and in life. So the reason for this podcast is to interview parents of dyslexic children And we interview dyslexic adults. And I also talk from my heart. And the reason this podcast is important is we want to raise awareness of what dyslexia is so that you have knowledge because knowledge is power. And we want to let you know that you're not alone in your situation. So thanks again for tuning in. And here we go with our special guest for the day. I'm Dr. Marianne Sintron, founder of Step-by-Step Dyslexia Solutions. I'm here to help you today with your genius dyslexic child, how to work with vowel teams, and two vowels in a word. When I was a young girl, we would learn that with two vowels go walking, the first one does the talking. But Orton Gillingham doesn't teach that, but that's okay. Teachers have a lot of flexibility. We can teach what we were taught as long as we follow the structured, systematic, sequential rules. The one that what we have in Orton-Gillingham is, it's called the vowel consonant E. So when you have a vowel consonant E, the vowel says its name. So U consonant E says U. O consonant E says O. I consonant E says I. E consonant E says E. And A consonant E says A. We also take out a little hat that's on an E, and we say this is a sneaky E. He has a his job is to be at the end of a word to make this vowel long. 
Well, we know that kids learn differently. So that might not make a lot of sense to every child. So there's other ways to teach it. So anyway, I wanna show you that this is one consonant type, vowel consonant E. But when you have, so let's look at the O consonant E. Then you have, um, that's the most popular. Then you have OA. Well, you know, OA has several sounds, but we're gonna teach the first and most popular first. So OA says O, and it does follow the rule of two vowels go walk and the first one does the talking. But there are other sounds that OA has, but we can still teach the words coach, poach, load, road, loaf, oak, soak, cloak, and more. Okay, then we have OE says O. Again, the O says its name. We have toe, foe, flow, oboe, and woe. Not too many, but we can still teach the O as the primary sound for some of these uh, vowel teams. And then we have O-W. Yeah, it has a couple sounds like ow and o, but let's teach o. O-W says o when you're teaching snow, crow, blow, throw, snow, toe, okay? So you can teach O-W with o saying its name. What I wanted to show also was when I teach the O-W, I teach it in one syllable words. And then a little bit later, or maybe shortly afterwards, I'll teach it in two syllable words like mellow, willow, fellow, elbow, shadow, window. Okay, so kids wanna know um, how this is pronounced and where. So at the end of a two-syllable word, it will be O-W. Some of the other tricky things I want to share with you are, do you know what these three letters have in common? These three letters. So in my reading program, I teach that the C and the G have a hard and a soft sound. They have a soft sound when they're followed by E, I, and Y. And they have a hard sound when they're followed by A, O, and U. So keep in mind E, I, and Y. Here is the friend K. K only goes with E, I, and Y. So if you're familiar with my reading program, I use plastic letters to manipulate sounds. And I'll have the vowels, my, the first, you know, probably the first um, 10 sessions, I have the A-E-I-O-U in a column on a whiteboard. And when I am doing E-I and Y, I'll pull the E and the I out to the side and let the child see these sounds are different with E, I, and Y. And then when I do the other letters, I put the A, E, I, O, U in a column, but I put that little E down at the bottom 
to separate the I and the E sounds. So I hope that was helpful. And then one thing I wanted to show you, another thing we talk about are the three sounds of ED. So I've been teaching them together. And you know, I mean, ED says ed, ED says duh, and then ED says t. So when I say together, I mean, I teach them sequentially. And then at the end, I teach them together. So I have some phonogram cards I use. I have some digital three-dimensional um, programs online that I can use as well that pop out with the color and the shapes if you want to learn more about that. But the ED needs to be taught as a suffix, but it could also be a part of a word like bed, red, lead. Okay, so that is really, really basic when you're teaching the three-letter consonant vowel consonant words. But when you're teaching endings, ED says um, is past tense. So when a child is saying or writing a past tense word, even if it sounds like duh or t, he's going to know it's ED is the spelling of that. Something else I wanted to show you, S-H and C-H, uh, S-H and T-H can be at the beginning of a word and at the end of the word. So we teach that. Then we have what and what. Even though this is what, we don't really say the H when we say words fast. So we have to help the kids distinguish between what and what, what, and sometimes um, this is where they're learning the phonics, but it does become more of a sight when you realize not too many words are using what, but when, why, what are very popular that kids need to learn. Something else I want to show you is J and DGE. So J is at the end of a beginning of a word, J. DGE is at the end of a word. And the D is protecting a short vowel sound in a one syllable word. So I actually teach this in the beginning of my reading program because I like to teach, let me show you something else here. I like to teach that my CH and my TCH follow that same pattern. Oh, they're here somewhere. But kids want to know why CH and TCH are different. Well, TCH is at the end of a word. And the T protects a short vowel of a one-syllable word, like catch, which, watch, match. And then the other thing I want to show you that I teach, <laughs> sorry, I just dropped this, A-I and A-Y. So A-Y at the end of a word, A-I at the front, inside the middle of a word. So paint, okay, wait, and then stay. We're at the end, we teach a lot of what sounds are in the middle of a word? What sounds at the end of a word? So we don't talk about 
two vowels go walk and the first one does the talking. That's really not important right now. We need to teach AI is in the middle of a word. It says A. AY is at the end of a word. It says A. And this is why we review our phonogram cards daily. It's an exercise that has to be done. Kids need to know the sounds of these words. So we're going to let them do their sounds that they've learned. A, A, K, K, W, W, G, J, D, Ed, D, T. Okay, I hope that makes sense. And I have these cards available for you in this small size on my website, dyslexia-solutions.com. And I also have them in large six by nine or eight by five cards. What I also wanted to show you, after you introduce cards, you wanna use your sound circles and your rectangles. So, I have my circles and I put them on a sound rectangle. So I do this on a whiteboard. I'm just gonna show this to you here. So when you have a word like boat, you're gonna tap it out, b-o-t. So it's, you could go like this, b-o-t. You want two sound, two circles, Two letters for one sound. So we're going to go B, O. See how I'm doubling that up? T. So that's, then we point to it. B, O, T, boat. So away says O. When you do two vowels together that have one sound, we want to put those together. Something else that goes together. When we do the cards, ink. This is cute. Ink, unk, onk, ink. Then we have ung, ong, ang, ing. Phonics is not for the faint of heart. So how you do that, when you do your syllable, let's do the word pink. We will do p. E, ink. Put those two, two fingers together. That's what Orton Gillingham wants. So don't go this way. P, E, ink. So we go P, E, and then ink. We're going to put that NK together with our circles. And we're going to put the NK together with um, NG. So Pink or wink, let's do wink. Let's do w-e-ink. So Orton Gillingham wants those together. So we're gonna go w-e-ink. Then we always point w-e-ink, wink. Because imagine your brain having a file cabinet and we don't want the children pulling out I by itself, N by itself, K by itself. We want them to take out the I and K together. But this is how we separate it with circles. 
the other thing I wanted to show you were my plastic letters, which are step three of my program. They're colorful, colorful, and I separate the vowels and the E, I separate the vowels, the Y, and the C and the G. And I personally spray the C and the G silver because it does stand out. The kids need colors. And my students love manipulating these colors, putting them in the right order. So when they spell snow, they might go S-N-O and only see um, the three sounds, but the four circles, they're gonna get that representation of S-N-O-W. And when you do the letters, you say the letter name. So cards first, sound second, and letters. And then what's very different with my program, which I love, I have a student start reading in my phonics book that I have created. And it's when they use music in the left ear and they start reading these word combinate the sound combinations, which build to words. And it's really strategically uh, developed for the dyslexic person in mind. And um, it's a lot of visual and auditory discrimination. So when the students have to differentiate between CLE and CEL, GLE and GEL, they'll, they're gonna start learning. Sometimes that L goes right next to that first consonant. Sometimes that vowel goes next to the first consonant. So this phonics reading part in my program lasts for 10 minutes and it's a wonderful time to help retrain the brain because while music is played in the left ear, it's gonna to go to the right side of the brain, give that right angular gyrus a job it likes to do. Then as it just helps them read, I can have them read in a book. When I'm meeting um, the students on Zoom, I can enlarge the font so that they can read larger print. And if they're in my office, I can enlarge my font when I do it on the computer. So 10 minutes of reading and they love it. And sometimes we get through two pages, sometimes we get through one page. Those are the first four steps of my reading program. And there are nine. So I'll get back to you later with the last steps of my reading program. You can purchase these phonogram cards, small or large, on my website at dyslexia-solutions.com. You can also purchase my training videos with all the curriculum with digital files so you can work today with your dyslexic child. Hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast in its entirety. If what we shared today has inspired you, would you please visit our website, dyslexia-solutions.com and consider making a donation so that we can keep these podcasts going. Also, please subscribe to our channel and find me on, on Instagram, Marianne Sintron. Thank you again for tuning in and may God bless you.